It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The Bengals are almost finished with their open training camp practices to media, but before that's happened, we've got a great look at Shadobia Wuzia, whose star continues to point up and other practice takeaways from Wednesday's practice. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Bengals fans and welcome to another episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. I'm your host Jake Lisko. He's your host James Rapine bringing you Bengals content every day on the Lockdown Podcast Network. You can subscribe to the show on YouTube or anywhere you get your podcasts and when you do that join the First Listen Club making us your first listen of the day. Join the Everydayer Club making us an everyday listen as we'll keep you up to date on everything going on with your Bengals and we appreciate every single one of you who does either or both of those things. Today's episode brought to you by the Game Time app, where you can create an account and use promo code Locked On NFL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. James, we're going to dive into some training camp takeaways. We got one more practice that you get to watch all of coming on Thursday, probably as folks, some folks are listening to this episode, but on Wednesday, Jadobe Awuzie continuing to move in the right direction, and that's where we will start. Working in 11-on-11s, had an interception on a pretty poorly thrown ball, it appeared, against Jamar Chase. But every step of the way for Cheeto, from the offseason program to the first looks we had at him going into training camp to us speculating about how quickly he'd be activated off that pup list to him being activated the very next day. He's impressed at every step of the way in this recovery. He went so far to say even that he felt like he could have played four months after the surgery. And while he acknowledged there's still going to be a mental part of the recovery as he returns to more and more football activities. What, what an impressive recovery from that injury for the Bengals number one corner. It's been so far the most impressive ACL recovery I've seen, you know, firsthand. And naturally, everyone goes to Adrian Peterson. I think that's the most famous one where he comes back and is just uh, a man amongst boys, which I still don't know how he did that. I think it was in 2012 when he was just insane. But that said, Cheeto looks awesome. From the interception today against Jamar Chase, the first, literally the first snap of 11s. Jake, first snap, he, he's able to do that. That is so impressive. Uh, Mike Petralia has a video at Trags on Twitter. It's um, it's special. It's it's why I, I get the writing might be on the wall that that Cheeto Uzia, you have Cam Taylor Britt, you have DJ Turner. Both guys are really promising. Writing might be on the wall that he doesn't resign here, but man, he is so good. I like that's one of the best signings the Bengals have ever made in free agency. And I'm saying that before we know 
exactly what he can do this season. Obviously, it's year three of that that contract. He's uh, so impressive. You should have seen him on the ping pong table today. The dude is chirping. He's moving. It's doubles. It's Tyler Boyd and Chidobe uh, Ouzie versus Jermaine Pratt. And uh, ooh, who was it? Oh, and Akeem Davis-Gaither. And it is as is, is intense as it would be if they were going at each other and, and on the football field. So uh, Awuzie is moving around really well on the field, off the field. He's feeling really good. It's not like there's soreness and he's icing his leg and all of those things after these practices. This dude was standing and playing ping pong for like an hour after practice. So, uh, you know, it's, it's his first couple days of 11 on 11 and he's doing that. I think that is a great sign. And it's been a great sign really since we saw him in OTAs. It, this has just been a theme where it's like, man, Cheeto, I don't see how he's not ready for week one. And that felt unfair at the time, but it turns out it was fair. It was realistic. And I, I think it's going to happen. And not only that, Jake, my expectations are kind of high for him in week one to not be that corner that gets beat because it's his first game back from an ACL. I'm not saying he won't get beat. Uh, at times, it's all part of playing corner. But I think he's going to play pretty well right from the jump. Yeah, there's no reason in my mind to expect otherwise from what we've seen so far. And it's not like he's going against, you know, average Joe's a wide receiver. Even if the quarterback play hasn't been great and, and continues to not be great, uh, that that's, I think, all we need to say about the quarterback play with the Bengals backups at this point in training camp, unless you have something to add where maybe there was some – some positives that I didn't see all of on Wednesday. He's going against really great competition at receiver. What, 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 let's, was there something I missed at quarterback that was good while, while I bring it up before we Man, continue? You on are Chico? mean. You are mean. You just assume they're going to be bad. Is that where we're? Well, at? I saw I saw two interceptions, and neither was a particularly well thrown ball. I saw Jamar Chase's great catch on a ball that didn't appear to be particularly well thrown. So that's all I saw today. And T. Higgins had to do a, a similar motion. He was running a, I believe it was a slant. I'd have to look back. It, it had to be a, it had to be a slant. And it was behind him, and he did one of those. I'm going to come back here to catch it. Thank you, Cam Taylor Britt, for not crushing me. Yeah, it was. Uh, it wasn't great. Left something to be desired. I, I'll say that. But you, you know, anytime I think someone has the edge, in Jake Browning today. You know, I, I thought he had the edge coming into today, and I wrote this mm-hmm. morning, and, and today is Wednesday, by the way, for those wondering. I wrote this morning, oh, if he has a good couple of days of practice, plays well on Saturday, I think he's got the backup job locked up. And the first pass is an interception by Cheeto. <laughs> so that's just kind of the theme. I think they're neck and neck for a lot of the wrong reasons. I don't want to say all of them because it isn't all bad, but it's, it's more bad than good. Back to the topic of Chidobe Abuzie. Not Left Jake clear. speechless. I mean, what what else is there to say, right? I it's agree. Kind of, no, there's no need to pile on. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Chidobe Abuzie, one of many stars on this team that I think stars as, as far as the Bengals go, maybe not NFL superstars, but certainly one of the leaders of this defense. And we talked a lot this offseason about how important it would be for him to get back if he was going to be ready to go right away and to, to be fair to Cheeto, he, he's not ready to say, yeah, I'll be out there week one. He's not, he's not making that bold statement or prediction yet, 
but every indication is out there that he's doing all the work necessary and is doing the football activity necessary at this point to show that he will be ready to go for week one. And like you said, while we've been impressed with DJ Ivy and DJ Turner, who was back at practice, as I understand it, on Wednesday, James, having Shadobe Abuzia out there with Cam Taylor Britt taking a step is a huge, huge boon for this secondary where we've seen some impressive stuff from Dax Hill this preseason and in camp. We've seen Mike Hilton continue to be Mike Hilton. We know exactly who he is, is one of the better slot corners in the NFL. And, and having those guys together as a unit in that secondary where there's a bit of scrutiny, especially at the safety spot, should help smooth that transition. And I'm excited to see that Cheeto is playing this well this early in his recovery and return to 11 on 11s. No doubt. It's, it's huge. It's huge. It's exciting. And hopefully the secondary can deliver on my expectations because I'll be 100% honest with you right now. And by you, I mean all the listeners. I told multiple members of the secondary today how good I thought they were. Like, and they were going to be, despite all those questions. I have high expectations for Dax Hill and Nick Scott and behind them, Jordan Battle and Tyson Anderson. And those are the four, spoiler alert, safeties that I think make the 53-man roster. Obviously, you know Mike Hilton. If Cheeto's out there, Cam Taylor-Britt has had a hell of a camp. Like, that's a good secondary with DJ Turner coming off the bench. And, you know, or your, your fourth corner, whatever you want to you say, your third outside corner. Um, and maybe backup nickel even though i think jalen davis has that spot on lock as well so it's uh it's a really good secondary and and i've had high expectations for them that said the bengals practice today and jake let's go it was really hot so that's my first practice takeaway let's get to more practice takeaways because there's only one more day of bengals training camp and that is thursday we will reflect on wednesday's practice coming up next is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's show is brought to you by GameTime. GameTime.co. That's where you should go. GameTime.co. Because buying tickets to see your favorite events should not be stressful. And it is stressful. I understand that. And that's why I use GameTime. They have killer deals on last-minute tickets and they have their best price guarantee. So you don't have to stress over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you'll have, you can just worry about that fun and pay attention to that fun because you're not going to have to stress over the ticket buying. So don't plan months in advance if you don't have to. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Exclusive exclusive flash deals for, on tickets for football, baseball, concerts, and so much more. So let's just say you want to go to week one in Cleveland, which is an easy trip for Bengals fans. Get to Game Time right now. GameTime.co is where you should go. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NFL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply, but you can use that towards Week One tickets right now. Create an account and redeem code Locked On NFL in the Game Time app or GameTime.co with promo code Locked On NFL for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. 
Wednesday training camp practice. We have some takeaways to talk about. Second to last practice for the media to be in attendance for the entirety of practice. And the first training camp practice that has been held partially or in its entirety in the temporary indoor practice facility by the Cincinnati Bengals. Tomorrow also will be inside. They had half of practice outside today. Putting that bubble to use. More than half. More than half. More than half now. Am I still going to get in trouble for saying bubble? Yeah, man. I don't know what you're trying to do to me. I'm the one here. You're trying to get me in trouble because you're in Canada soaking up the rays, even though you're allergic to sunlight. Yeah. That's not true. Uh, Jake is allergic to the sun. That's one thing I learned with him in town. I had a, I had a great tan line around my neck when when I got home. Uh, but but that was a takeaway. Because he was I outside thought. for two minutes without a hoodie. Go ahead. That was a takeaway. I thought is that they were using the climate controlled facility for part of practice, and will continue to do so on Thursday. the The heat continues to be uh, present, and I'm crushing you again, man. It was pre-planned, bro. Just the end of camp. They're just trying to be nice to the guys, I think. Why don't you tell me what the practice takeaways are, James? (laughs) Jake's smiling for those on audio, but he's hating me right now. (laughs) Literally, that was the first conversation I had. (laughs) They were like, no, it was pre-planned. I don't think it has to do with the heat necessarily. Uh, but, But it was probably nice for the guys to... You're right. Work in the climate controlled area for a few sessions, including, you know, all the individual stuff, including install. And then they came out to the outside practice fields and got more work. in. obviously they're just hiding from the they're hiding from the drones and the bridge crew. That's that's right. Yeah. And the sunlight, which you can relate to. All right. Let's get to practice takeaways. People are going to ask if you're allergic to sun now and I'm going to laugh so uh, practice takeaways. First one, we talked about the quarterbacks. Not much more to say there. Two, I I think today was about getting different units, like switching it up some. Like you saw some guys that aren't necessarily on first team or starters play on the first team. You know, we saw Miles Murphy get some reps there. So that, that's good for him. I saw DJ Ivy uh, get, get some reps as well. Um, that doesn't mean they were all with the first team to be very clear, but somewhere that said, my biggest practice takeaway outside of the quarterbacks and outside of Cheeto, Jamar chase with one of the best catches and it, he makes it look so easy that I think most people that see it are going to be like, Oh, that's just, it's a pretty good one handed catch, but it's not great. He did like a helicopter to do it, like turned his body around makes the catch on the sideline, gets three feet down based on the video that I looked at, that I, I tweeted it out, by the way, so you can look at it too. Definitely gets two down. It's definitely a catch, but I think he got three. It was a heck of a catch on a not great ball from Trevor Simeon. Something that we've seen from Jamar Chase quite a bit, and unfortunately he has like half a foot out on a number of plays that would otherwise be played ad nauseum on repeat on various highlight shows to show off the insane spectacular catchability that he shows mm-hmm. off from time to time because he's always 
had it and he's shown it in games even but but like think back to that what was it Steelers game was that week one when he was out of bounds on that crazy one-handed catch can't remember exactly when it was I think that's what it was but he, he's done this a few times in games that have been very close when they haven't yep. been counted and and it's just a reminder that these guys are still really good T. Higgins, still really good. Tyler Boyd, still really good. You go back to uh, the, the previous practice, there's a running play where you get Orlando Brown pulling, Cordell Volson pulling on a guard tackle counterplay. Those guys absolutely crunch their targets in space. I think Carmen gets on Miles Murphy and, and uh, Orlando Brown gets around to, to get uh, Jermaine Pratt at the second level and, and just opens up a beautifully blocked hole for Joe Mixon and an opportunity for him to, to break a tackle and make a big run. You're seeing plays from Chidobe Awuzie, one-handed interception from Logan Wilson. You go down the list, Trey Hendrickson has been named one of the MVPs of camp. Sam Hubbard looks like he's taking a step as a pass rusher, both in games, in, in the limited sample size we saw, and in practice. We're seeing Zach Carter taking steps as a pass rusher. DJ Reader still the guy he was. So for all this stuff about you know the backup quarterbacks maybe haven't been playing at the, the highest level a whole lot of other guys are playing at a really high level on both sides of the ball and i guess part of what i wanted to to highlight here and put some shine on is that some of these stars for the bengals still look like stars no doubt all of them really no doubt yeah you're right they, they do and just going back to our show yesterday we talked about potential breakout players and when you combine those two groups, like guys that could be poised for a breakout and the stars, so potential stars and stars, in in stars that it is relative because there's two, tr I think, superstars on this team and Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. I think if you ask a lot of NFL fans, they might not know many members of the Bengals defense. There's no true star on the Bengals defense, I don't think. And that's I'm not knocking those guys. Because I think they play like stars, so they are. But if you're not NFL diehard, do, do you really know who D DJ Reader is if you live in Arizona? You know, I, I think that that's, that's part of it. But he's, you know, he's not necessarily mentioned as the, one of the best newest tackles if you're a casual fan and you just watch on Sundays and have your fantasy football team. But he obviously is. So, yeah, they're playing at a high level. And this team, they're rounding out well because you can't let the backup quarterback play or, you know, any of the, the other things we could talk about weakness-wise, because there aren't many weaknesses. That's one that stays, you know, really grabbing a, a hold of a lot of people's attention, including ours. But this team is as deep everywhere else as I've seen in Cincinnati. And they are clearly one of the most talented teams in the league right now. And Joe Burrow's coming back soon. That I'm pretty oh. confident about. Not saying it's going to be tomorrow. No, I, and we talked about it at length, if you want, on, we on Wednesday's show. So make sure you check out our last show from this one. So check that one out. But, uh, no, I, I do think it'll be soon. It won't be tomorrow. It won't be Thursday. But soon. Define soon. Soon, soon is soon. Soon, TM. Several weeks several from weeks. when I said several weeks, several weeks ago. Uh, soon from when I said soon is what people, what I'll say on Tuesday when you ask. There you go. Some other interesting things are happening around Bengals training camp. Orlando Brown 
and my estimable co-host James Rapine down at Alex Pickleball. Do I have that right? Aces, aces, aces. God, you, you and names, bro. I mean, I <laughs> to be to, in my defense on that one. I've heard it mentioned literally once. So uh, being I don't expect you to, to know the name. You're busy soaking up rays in Canada. But like I said, like the, the joke, the, the like, I get it. It just is so irrelevant to my actual life. It's it's just that's why it's funny for the, me. Anyway, coming up next one's reality. It's uh, especially for our listeners who just like have no idea. You're just painting a picture that's in t- anyway. Yep. Uh, a couple other fun notes to get to here to wrap up the show today. We'll finish the show there coming up next. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jake wears sunscreen at night. We're back here on Locked On Bengals. (laughs) I'm out, man. You can finish the show yourself. (laughs) I got it. See, see you guys. It's been real. I'll talk oh to you tomorrow. My God. Just mute my mic. Oh man, uh, I, I I talked about. Uh, or I talked with Orlando Brown Jr. You're right, and maybe his his humor is rubbing off on me. I think he is going to be easily, and I think this is a, a super loaded locker room full of nice guys and guys that people root for and fan favorites and everything like that. I think by the end of the season, he's going to be like a top five most liked Bengal. And I'm not just saying that because I interview. I like he personality, charisma, humor, all of those things. And he's going to be the best left tackle they've had since Andrew Whitworth. So it's in, in how many more fans do the Bengals have now that they didn't necessarily have in 2016 Whitworth's last year, 2015, their last winning season with Whitworth that they have now that haven't seen protected the way they want and, and hope and now if they do that and have success on the field combine it with that i i think orlando is going to be right up there man i'm serious he's he's awesome one of many very charismatic very likable guys in that locker room that every player i've talked to when i've had opportunities to talk to them or even just watching interviews you can tell most of the time these are, these are people that seem like they're good to be around and you understand why that chemistry is formed. Because when you have a bunch of good people and you have a common goal for those people, it, it tends to bring out the best in everybody. Also, you told me about uh, a cool ping pong note. That's we right. haven't talked about ping pong very much in training camp. And I know that this drives some people crazy, which is why we're, we're talking about it here at the 22-minute mark of the show today. But I thought this was a pretty cool note. You, you talked about how the chessboard hasn't been out. You told me the chessboard hasn't been out this preseason. It's been it's been just 100% ping pong instead. So I thought this was a cool note that you shared. Yeah, it's been a lot of ping pong, some cards, no doubt, some poker. But 
mostly uh well i actually i don't know poker to be very clear it's a poker table it's you know it's a card table so i just assume poker but uh cards i don't actually know what game they're playing because ping pong is what's dominating and is is certainly all the rage most of the time no one's at the the other table um the card table so whew, they had a professional two professional ping pong players in the building on tuesday i was told zach taylor was the one that uh that came up with it the coaching staff i'm sure zach might you know might have came up with it or whoever but zach's the one who, who made it happen and uh i think these guys were humbled a bit that's what i was told is that these professionals it was a man and a woman two professionals and trent played the woman trent taylor who's considered arguably the best ping pong player in the locker room it depends on who you ask i probably would say he's the best obviously stylistically games match other games you know you could debate that all day long point is he said he was close he lost he was close other teammates say it wasn't as close they they did a little better uh that he did a little better than some of the others but apparently the guy pro was like able to like blow on the ball at, during his serve and make it spin in crazy ways where it would bounce over the net and then just spin back. And there was like this weird speed spin combo that was just like unbelievable. So uh, yeah, I think they, they realized what the pros look like. And it, even though it's really competitive in there, uh, I think they know that they're, they're not pros. Now you put these ping pong or table tennis. They might prefer, I don't know what the uh, oh, whatever preferred nomenclature is. I, I truly don't know, but you put some of them on the football field, they're not going to look like professional football players either. It's just a good old... Even if they play flag athletes. football for a few a few weeks, they're not going to? Oh, I'm sorry to say it, James, you'll never look like a professional football player either. Uh, here's the thing. Looks... What do you mean look like? Because I don't think I mean, if Taylor tried... looks like a professional... I, I don't think he looks like a professional football player if you just look at him. I mean, if you tried to play football there. with professional football players, Fair. it would look a lot That's like how you're describing my relationship with the sun. That's, but that's one of the two things. Actually, I don't know. I actually think I have a better chance in, in the NFL than you do at, at winning a fight against the sun. The sun beats everybody, of course. Like the sun is undefeated. The sun is undefeated. <laughs> It is. See, I told it's the most you powerful thing in our solar system. It's it's oh, a nuclear man. reactor. Uh, I, oh, there's God. one more thing we we're, were going to hit. 25 minutes in, it's a nuclear reactor. That's what I get. That's oh, what man. the sun is. There's one more thing we were going to hit before we get out of here. And now I can't remember oh. what it was because I started thinking about oh. the sun. Is that it? Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember I, the other thing? I have no idea what you're talking about. Hmm. Oh, one more day of training camp. Oh, he figured it out. Speaking Dang. of uh, professional some. athletes interacting with professional athletes of other sports, just cool to see reports that there were some Bengals out at the uh, FC Cincinnati, oh. Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, messy. Burrow in Cincinnati. and Chase. Chase and Burrow with T on. Well, I was going to say sprinkled in. Sprinkled in. That's how the, the song goes. That's going to do it. For this episode of those the three are confirmed podcast. by the way by the time people hear this there's probably going to be more bengals that you see there but those are the three that i, I right. are going i just thought you know it's, it's another cool tie-in to the professional athletes between sports and and some respect humbling whatever it is 
are you flying in and then just going to go when the sun goes down? That's going to do it for this episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. We're back tomorrow to preview preseason game number three and the wrap on Bengals training camp. After that, we'll have a game to talk about. We'll have cut downs to talk about and cover. And then we're gearing up for the regular season, James. And we're, of course, looking forward to that. So until next time, thanks for listening to this episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. Who day and have a good one. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.